This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hello, this is Bernie Mason, RMA's regulatory liaison. Recently, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation issued a guide intended to help financial technology companies and other entities partner with banks. The FDIC says the guide is designed to help third parties understand the environment in which banks operate and navigate the requirements unique to banking. The FDIC explained that banks and technology companies have raised concerns related to the challenges associated with business engagement, and this guide is an effort to address those concerns. While the guide is primarily directed towards third-party firms seeking business engagements with banks, it may also serve as a useful resource for bank managements as it outlines the major points to be addressed in developing and maintaining a sound third-party risk management program. The guide begins by stating that banks' third-party risk management programs generally address four basic elements, those being assessing the risk associated with the activity being conducted, conducting due diligence in selecting a third party, structuring contracts and reviewing those contracts at appropriate levels at the bank, and overseeing and managing the third party relationship on an ongoing basis. The guide states that banks generally include the following factors in their assessment and due diligence considerations. The first is compliance with appropriate laws and regulations and whether the third party has the appropriate licenses and charters, has familiarity with regulated banks, and if there are complaints, litigation, or regulatory actions against that third party. Second is financial condition of the party, including the impact of the proposed contract, appropriate insurance coverage, and the third party's current capital, projected earnings, and funding sources. Third would be ownership and management structure, including management qualifications, business resumption strategy, and the third party strategies and goals, including service philosophy, quality initiatives, and employment policies. And fourth would be risk management and controls of the third party, including internal controls, management information systems, data systems and security, privacy protections, audit coverage, as well as possible outsourcing. The guide suggests to potential third parties that they understand the framework of laws and regulations that apply to banks, also demonstrate that they are well-managed and financially strong, and that the business has appropriate monitoring systems in place. The guide presents a list of materials and terms a bank may request from a third party as part of the due diligence and control management process. Some of these include, and these would be first under the background initiatives and ownership information, such things as the third party's mission statement, its articles of incorporation, business license, description and scope of all activities in which the third party is engaged, and how long it has been engaged in these activities, as well as the experience and qualifications of the third party's principles and details on any significant complaints, litigation, or regulatory actions. 
under the heading of policies, procedures, and infrastructure would be uh, information such as details on management information systems, scope of internal controls, systems and data security, privacy protections and audit coverage, business resumption strategy, quality assurance reports, and complaint handling and escalation procedures. Under the heading of financial information and marketing materials would be such information such as any filings with the SEC, insurance coverage, three to five years of audited financial statements, annual reports, and other financial information, as well as details on any fees, interest rates, or other terms for products or services offered through the bank. Under the heading terms a bank may request in a contract are such items as requiring the third party to comply with laws and regulations, authorization for bank and regulators to access third party records, authorization for the bank to monitor and review the third party for compliance with the agreement, protection of consumers' personally identifiable information, and proper destruction of consumer information. Under the heading of items a bank may review or require on an ongoing or periodic basis are such things as annual review of licensing and registration, annual review of financial statements as well as owners and principals financial condition, annual review of insurance coverage, audit reports, review of internal controls and security environment, and review of any customer complaints involving products and services provided by the third party. The FDIC's complete guide, which is entitled Conducting Business with Banks, a Guide for Third Parties, can be found on the FDIC's website. In a related matter, Federal Reserve Board Governor Michelle Bowman mentioned in a recent speech that the prudential regulators can take steps to assist bankers, particularly community bankers, in managing relationships with third-party service providers. First, Governor Bowman said regulators should be able to provide community bankers with a better picture of what success in due diligence of third-party providers looks like, particularly for potential fintech partners. She said regulators should provide more clarity on the types of questions that should be asked of a prospective third-party provider and what regulators would view as a satisfactory response to the bank's due diligence questions. Ms. Bowman also suggested that regulators should allow banks to conduct shared due diligence on potential partners. Governor Bowman also advocates for updating regulatory third-party risk management guidance and for the agencies to have consistent expectations for third-party relationships, suggesting a move to some sort of joint interagency guidance on this topic. She also believes the banking agencies should provide more transparency regarding their examinations of many third-party providers by making examination information available to banks. This is the second recent speech Governor Bowman has given expressing these views, so it is likely that some of these suggestions will at some point bear fruit. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcasts. 
Whether you're a regular listener or a first-time listener, if you enjoy our podcasts, please provide a favorable rating on iTunes. Thank you.